would you say if I said that I could bring him back? I guess I'd say I never thought of that. Well, all right, hold tight. You might want to stand back because one small John is coming intact. St. John forward, spitting out some more words, fully intact. Jacked, ready to rap and attack. Small John on your lawn, living like a gnome. Hit you with my lyrics like a bullet to your dome. Tonight when he comes up here, he's either gonna kill or he's gonna suck. But there's no in between for Mr. John Forward. I was thinking the uh, the video wasn't playing, which is just because I uh, didn't have the volume turned up on my own headphones. That's, that's yeah. certainly a factor. I have no volume in mine, if it helps any. Oh, you can't hear us talking. Yeah. I had to I had to unplug your headphones and plug it because the where it was, I wasn't getting anything, so I plugged it next to where there was some lights going. Okay. Well, I could hear the previous show. Okay. When I put the headphones on earlier, just to check them out. Yeah. So. I just can't hear our current show. Well, okay. Well, that's, uh, well, whatever. So we're live. There's no point to my headphones. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no point. Uh, I, I wasn't planning <laughs> on anything happening on the screen that you would need to follow along with. That might be a problem without the, uh, without the headphones, but, yeah. uh, perhaps on a break we can, uh, we can try well, the to headphones try, are try audio some. though, not visual so yeah i know but that. if if there was something that was happening on the computer that you you wouldn't be able to hear it to uh to follow along because i'm just not playing in the room because that would give feedback does the jack yeah i don't know this whole this whole situation <laughs> i anyway. feel more professional with the headphones on though yeah well and they're nice and comfortable as we commented on at the beginning oh, yeah. of the show so it doesn't matter which way you flip them <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it feels it's, the same on your ears. It's nice uh, little. Uh, and I, I like my bald spot. I gotta is in full view here. I gotta rotate the top so that it blocks the worst of it. There you go. Um, this is Saint John Forward Radio, by the way. I'm uh, here in the studio with my guest Steve Fudge. Hi. Um, yeah, we uh, we started out in a whole thing. I didn't really have uh, the usual intro ramble. Oh, do you want me to just shut up and you can do a thing? I I don't really have anything to talk about. I did one show last week and it was, it went so, so not great. Um, I guess, well, I could introduce you. You're a comedian also, in addition to a pinball wizard and uh, documentary filmmaker. That's mostly what we're going to be talking about or maybe, or whatever. We'll Uh talk about whatever. I have a cough button if that. Well, that's 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 Does pretty good for you. I like test it, it out. Uh, should I cough or just press it? Um, say press say it, the word cough so we don't get COVID all over the mic. Okay, you you tell us out there if you hear me say cough. Did it work? I didn't hear the word cough. So. Can you hear me in your headphones? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it worked. Yeah. There you go. Radio magic. Excellent. So. Uh, yeah, I, I had a uh, <clears throat> had a show this uh, this past week. I, you know, it's still it's it's a little demoralizing too when you have a bad show. It you was, had a bad show. Yeah, but it wasn't. Where was uh, it was in Moncton. I don't want to necessarily name names. People can put it, put it together because it, you know it's it's not like I'm not going to come back to this show. But uh, um, it's it was it's really weird because uh, the last time. 
This is the second time that I've done this uh, this particular show. The first one months ago was one of the best sets that I've ever had. And then what is happening? We're all hearing that, right? Is that just on? I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> that just seems to be in the room. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what what's going on there. That's 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 what's playing on the radio. <clears throat> oh, I can hear it a little bit in the headphones now. Wait, what's? <laughs> I'm just going to turn that piece off. I'm going to have to remember to turn it back on at the end of the show. Okay. We're we're rife with technical difficulties here. I think the show, I think the previous show cut off one at 901. That's 60 full seconds of uh, of Steve Fudge action that the there world was, is There was a lot of preambles that you aren't going to understand the rest of our conversation. Yeah. So, uh what is happening with that? Yeah, there's there's a bit of a something going on in the background. I don't know what's <laughs> background or is it tin, what tin can beach today is that what's playing yes i don't know what's happening anyway i'm gonna i'll have to turn that back on for the show that comes after this so <clears throat> so anyway did a comedy show uh several when was this i think this was like the end of june yeah it was close to uh it's to the Canada end day. it's the end it's the end of june um one of one of the best sets i've ever had it was and it was fun because you know i don't get to uh to do shows in moncton very often so to to go to moncton and do well Le Monton, um, as some know it as yeah uh and i i played a bit of the i played a bit of the audio on the show uh the week after after that first one because it was you know sometimes i just do the recording for myself but mm -hmm. It was uh, such a tasty night that I wanted to share it with the world. Right. So you had a good set, good yeah. crowd reaction. Yeah. Uh, I even, I got video this time. I was planning on, you know, maybe playing a clip on the show, <clears> but uh, didn't go so well. Um, it was, uh, it was a bit like the first time that I went, it was like full capacity. Uh, this was about half and about half of that half uh was uh, talking most of the time throughout the show there was kind of a whole row of people that were all having separate conversations at the back of the room oh that's what you want when you're performing on stage yeah it's uh it's not not great um i i have heard that uh that that the venue doesn't like to have the on stage people tell people to be quiet which is uh, baffling to me. It's baffling to me as well, because uh, otherwise, who's telling them to be quiet? Oh, nobody. That's the, that's the thing. Right. We, so doesn't that just then encourage people to keep talking amongst themselves while someone's trying to perform? Oh, what's... I don't know. This is <laughs> unprecedented. What's I assume happening? this is technical. Can I answer the phone via the board? Hello? <laughs> Well, that didn't work. Um, Perhaps there, that's there's, the there's, Sports if, Illustrated My Arm phone. Hello. If this isn't, you'll never guess what I'm talking. If on. this isn't working, I'm pretty sure there's no way that we can loop them in. You can just answer it if you want. Vamp. Hello. Hi. I'll hit the cough button. 
Yeah, something else just started playing over top of the show. <laughs> I love this. This is amazing. If you watch, it's a John forward in the wild. He's outside of his natural habitat. So he's not sure quite what to do. Amazing. Spectacular. Fantastic. He's answered the phone. Okay. Another human is on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that should Buttons be on. need to be pressed. Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, that's what I did. Okay. Oh, no problem. Okay, so the, the beginning of the, the show wasn't going out? Oh, he's just found oh, okay. out that some of the show was not heard by okay, the audience. Okay, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I assume it was, we it mustn't was going interfere over the internet regardless. For it's nature's way. All right. All right, thanks. Bye. Let's watch. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, there, there was there was some some goings on in the in the radio station earlier today. So uh, a, a key component um, was hang on. I th I think uh, I think s several key components uh, were oh. not necessarily broadcasting out. I don't know how it how it affected on the uh, on the on the on the computer. I couldn't tell you either. Things. Can we? Does that mean we weren't broadcasting that whole time? Um. We weren't broadcasting on the radio. Uh, we may have been broadcasting on the internet. We've got two listeners. If you want to comment, I might. Depending on where you're watching, I might be able to see that. I'm so curious if, because we had so many stories already told. Can, can you hear us in the headphones now? I can now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that was that was a harbinger of uh, doom. Of yeah. So anyway, <laughs> if you're just to so that was the that was the station manager who uh, who just called. She she got uh, a notification that there was dead air, and she just oh. kind of panicked and turned something on. Well, then we should apologize to any listeners for the dead air. Maybe there was a hundred listeners, and it dropped down to two oh, because maybe. of the we're dead back air. Down, we're back down to zero on the internet. <laughs> oh, then it all came full circle, and it's all working. Yeah, they they tuned in <laughs> for the dead air. And let me uh, let me try a thing. I just okay. want to say the word cough and see if anybody can hear it. Just making sure my button works. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so anyway, this is St. John Forward Radio, if you're tuning in. I'm here with Steve Fudge. We're, uh, we're talking about um, comedy shows where uh, the venue is, uh, is a little queasy about anybody in any form Telling any of their patrons to uh, to you know keep it down during the comedy show. Yeah. So what what you missed was uh, John Forward was telling us about a show that he did where the venue basically told him not to from the stage tell people. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't told not to tell to people to be quiet. I made a sarcastic comment about you know, I thanked people for sitting as far away as possible and uh, turning the volume down at least 10% when the uh, show resumed after the intermission. Oh, okay. Um, no, the, this was the, the host of the show was uh, was was telling me that the that the bartender or not the bartender but the uh, the the somebody you know in the high ups um didn't because you know normally that, that's part of the host's job is to to quiet things down a little bit. I'm certainly no stranger to uh, running these 
rude, chatty Cathy's out of the room. The danger, you, as you would. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Um, it's it's a weird instruction to have. Um, I, I can kind of to play devil's advocate with, uh, like, if you own a bar and you've got customers who are paying you money. Look, but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Like, do, I, I, I see you don't want devil's you, advocate. Oh, all right. I get it now. Sorry, carry on. Pacino. Yeah, I was a jerk. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, (laughs) I think Keanu was technically the devil's advocate in that movie. Not, I thought you guilty. Yeah, that's that's the perfect. That was Keanu uh, doing a southern uh, accent for the movie. Nailed it. My favorite line in the whole film. Not, I thought (laughs) guilty. His southern accent was awful. Sorry, carry on. It was. so I, I can see how, you know, if if there are uh, booze buying customers, you don't want to be like, hey, you stop having fun and pay attention to the people with the microphone. Well, that is a good point. But but there I, is a reason for the people with the microphone. Yeah, well, they I mean, you don't want I, I get how I don't know. They're, they're, I've, I've jumped through some not that particular hoop. But uh, I've I've been running shows since 2014, and you hear lots of silly uh, silly things from the uh, the people that are in charge of of the places. That's that's amongst the silliest. But um, they they don't really. It's it's mostly just a profound mis. They don't really understand how a comedy show needs to work. And most comedians aren't as stubborn as I am, so they just kind of go along with it. And I get that. I yeah. mean, I would rather get thrown out of a venue than uh, than have to make any significant compromises that are going to ruin the show. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, but the pr- the problem is the talking people are creating a problem for everybody in the room. Right. Every, they don't. Every, every, they don't realize that. Everybody, everybody who's there to watch the show and everybody who wants to perform on the show is being actively annoyed by these people. True. Um, sometimes it's, I don't think it was to the level where like you couldn't even hear the show. It was just loud enough for it to be kind of a, a background distraction. Anybody that was sitting like amongst the chatters, um, probably couldn't hear the show, but for for every um for every chatty patron that you have to kind of accommodate by not giving them grief about that, I feel like everybody else is like, I'm not going to come back to this because it's it's a less enjoyable show overall. So. Yeah, it's a it's a rough situation you're in. I don't like to talk to the audience in that way. Like I don't I don't like to stop my material to address the people who are having a conversation amongst themselves. If I get heckled specifically by somebody directed at me, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. Like I, I shot fired. If, I'm, I, I'm after you. I but. think everybody, no matter how mm-hmm. uh, comedy dumb you are, understands that somebody like yelling, like you suck at the stage is a problem. Right. But, I mean, you can at least do something with that. The the just idle chatter about whatever at the tables, I I find way worse. Yeah, um, I don't I don't get it. Like people, you don't go to a play and just have a conversation to the person next to you 
like an outright conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it should be movie theater rules, which I mean, not everybody even follows movie theater rules. I like play rules better. Play, play, yeah, because there there's actual humans on the stage that you're throwing off, and those humans that you're throwing off shouldn't be expected then to stop the play and go, "Hey, dude in you know three F, <laughs> shut yeah. up." Yeah, and uh, and. Uh, I've I've heard this has been uh, this has been regularly a pretty good room since the uh, since the first time I was there. So, uh, but so I don't know if the, I don't know if this was the first time that it was an issue. Part of me wonders: Do the good people drop off each time because a few extra people are annoyed by, and you know, it gets to a point where it's kind of a self-selecting group of people. Anybody that was there that wants to actually see a comedy show gets, uh, I don't think that's actually working. I don't think so either, but I like pressing the button. Um, (laughs) Sorry for all my throat clearing. And I'm, I'm wondering if, uh, if the people that, wanted to come watch comedy were less likely to come back because there was talking and the talking people, the, the talking people, there's any number of reasons for that to happen. I would say most of the time it's just people that are regulars at, at the place and they just are entitled. This is just the play. This is the bar that I go to. So I get to do whatever I want when I'm here. Yeah, yeah, and there's a good chance of that. And uh, anyway, most unfortunate. Uh, but uh, it's 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 also, I mean, I think everybody struggled a little bit. The the more kind of in your face, kind of high energy people had an easier time cutting through that, and also well, they always do. They're louder, so they drown it out a little bit more too. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go up there and kind of completely change my whole cadence. Yeah, I'm not that guy either. I'm 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 mid range for the most part. There's a most of my stuff's not my comedy's not high energy. Yeah, yeah. So I I made my little passive aggressive comment at the beginning. It did not uh, affect anything. I'm always even without being told. I'm reluctant to go too hard on the audience on someone else's show just because I don't want to create a problem. Two parts passive, two parts <laughs> aggressive. On uh, mix thoroughly. That's that's let set. <laughs> that's uh, that's for a nice John Forward comedy set. As the host of my own show, I usually don't start out um, very aggressive. I'll just be like, "Hey, come on now!" I'll just let them know that I can hear them and I don't like it, and uh, gently suggest that maybe they stop doing that. Because you know, some some people just don't realize how how much of a bummer that is. Um, once I've told you a couple of times and you continue, then out come the knives. Okay, good. But gloves most, are still on, but the knives are out. <laughs> yeah, no, just uh, stabbing them in the face repeatedly. That's uh, you know, it usually gets a good laugh, and uh, as they're being wheeled out on the uh, the gurney, we get a nice round of applause from the audience. Yeah, it's good, and then you know who which audience member next time because you can be like, "Oh, hey, my, you know, whole face is back." Yeah, and then, you know, good some, to see you again, whole face. How the holes in your face there, holy? 
Yeah, and sometimes somebody gets up to go to the bathroom and they slip on the pool of blood and it's a funny pratfall, then that becomes a funny part of the show. It's good. And they, they get up and they're all covered in someone else's blood. And then, boy, is their face red. It's true. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, that's 22 minutes of rambling about one show that I did so-so. Ten on. of which you heard. Uh, hopefully all of it went out on the internet. <laughs> I'll find out after the fact, though. Um, but, uh, and anyway, um, let's, uh, let's take a quick, uh, musical break and we'll talk about your movie. I've got your, uh, your band camp open here. Do you want to, uh, do you want to pick a song off the, uh, the ball runnings, a pinball story, original movie soundtrack All right. to tantalize everybody? Sure. Uh, for those of you who didn't hear the, the intro to the show, I made a pinball film. It's an hour and a half long, and there's a soundtrack to it, which I also wrote and performed. So uh, this song is called You Can't Spell. It's very short. All right, let's hear it. stop at the end of the track yeah or no it goes on to the next one thank yeah, you Bandcamp. uh let's get this back off and get our our pretty faces back on was so. that too short a break do you need more break no that's good we can we can play break another yourself. one maybe in a, in a bit um here with steve fudge that was uh that was uh what you can't spell off of uh pit uh, ball runnings a pinball story you can get that at uh, the whole album at stevefudge.bandcamp.com. Um, that one in particular, that's uh, that's that's one that actually stood out to me while I was watching the movie because throughout the movie, there I wasn't. Ex- I know you're a musician, but I wasn't really going into it expecting as fleshed out of an original soundtrack as it was. And uh, as as I was listening, I was like. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, Steve did all of the songs himself, and then this punk song came on. I'm like, is this Steve? And it just, I, I had never uh, heard you uh, 
play uh, music like that. So I was that I is was, my first attempt at a punk song. But I was like, well, I mean, all of the other songs are obviously Steve. It would be weird for him to just have one song that wasn't. That you are wasn't. correct. That would be odd. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I I I, uh, I enjoyed it. Most most of the other uh, music um, on it. I don't know how would you describe it. It's kind of more mellow than that. It's kind of, uh, kind of folky acoustic. Yeah, I would say most of it's like folk rock, uh, but but each with its own little different twinge to it. Mm-hmm. the The way that the soundtrack came about is uh, I did a I did a Kickstarter to fund the movie so that I could uh, basically so I could travel to Las Vegas to do half of the filming. Of the movie, well, let's and, what's what's the movie about? We never actually. Oh, okay. That. Well, I I won the uh, New Brunswick Pinball Championship, and in, uh, in twenty for twenty nineteen. So I'm the twenty nineteen New Brunswick Pinball Champion. Thank you, thank you, thank me. If I was in the home studio, I'd have a soundboard with an applause on it. <laughs> no need. That's the amount of clapter I needed and deserved. Um, anyway, uh, winning that championship got me a seat in the Nationals, which were taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada at the time. It's in a different place every year. And there you challenge every champion from all of Canada and the USA and uh yeah that's it so uh i i get a seat in that Mm -hmm. but i couldn't afford to go because winning the championship doesn't pay for your trip so i had to figure out how to how to get there and a place to stay so what was uh what was what was your goal on uh kickstarter and how much did you actually raise I don't remember what I set the goal to. It was it was low because I I had priced out the uh, flights and hotels really quickly and then just overshot that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I did exceed my goal. I went over what I asked for. It's still up there. You can go to Kickstarter.com uh, ball runnings and it's and it'll be there. It'll tell you how much I pledged and how much I got. But we can actually get this information for you live. We can. Going to John in the field. Uh, Back to you, on. John. Where are we at? 30. Wait. Why Why does it go to community? I don't know. Because I'm a people person. Well, uh, it's not a... Uh... Man of the people. <laughs> it's not telling you. This should be right at the top. Wait. No. Wait, no. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, okay. All right. You had a $1,000 goal. You raised uh, go. just over 1600 A modest $1,000 goal. I, I was also expecting to pay for a lot of it myself because my tax money was coming in soon, mm-hmm. which which it did, but not until after I got there. So the timing was bad. But So it was the, it was the 2019 champion. What When uh, this must have been, you must have went down right before COVID. When did when were you actually in Vegas? Yeah, it was right before. Well, yes, it was before COVID. Mm-hmm. So uh, you exceeded it. Um, so you had uh, your your flight and hotel and 
some food paid for. Yes, correct. So. And then uh, when I ran out of money, my tax money came in. So there was a there was a pit of worry for the like day three of how I could do the rest of the yeah whatever. But uh, you could have just been out there busking on the strip. Yeah, you could, or you could eat trash. Who cares? Yeah. Um, there, there didn't seem to be, uh, I, I had been to Vegas, uh, like 10 years ago, I think. And I, when I was there, the streets were just lined up and down both sides with, uh, various people mm-hmm. hustling there. The, the streets seemed a lot more bare in the footage that was in, uh, that was in your movie. Well, I was, I was trying my best. I don't know if, they, don't know just... if they cracked down on that. No, nobody, they only, I only had one hindrance with filming was at the venue where we were doing the pinball championships they asked me not to film mm-hmm. and by asked i mean they told me like vehemently you're not allowed to film here <laughs> and uh so that kind of sucked so i i wanted more footage of that but on the streets nobody gave me any issues but i was trying not to film people directly yeah too much just uh I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, no, just, but when I, when I went just, uh, it seemed like maybe it's just the memory of it. It seemed like it would have been unavoidable. Just, uh, like every, every square inch of that place has some individual or some business or something. I'm trying to hustle. There were a lot of people hustling and I pointed either, either directly asking for money or handing out flyers for something or other. Oh yeah. And I had footage of them, but I kept them out of the movie. Mm -hmm. That was on purpose. I had, I had so much of that. My favorite was, uh, there were, there were these guys who were handing out prostitute flyers. Mm-hmm. We're not flyers, but cards. You might have seen them. Yeah, I've, yeah. I, I had a whole pile of them. I just, I just, I decided for like one hour, I was just gonna not say no, and I ended up with like a pretty huge stack of. Them. I did as well. I, I said I was gonna stick my hand out every time I saw them, and it was what I liked about them is not. I, I wasn't going for the services. I just liked the way that they presented them. I don't know if they did this for you, but this is how they did the, it. When the I tasteful was uh, stars over the naughty bits. Yes, but I don't mean the cards themselves. I mean the way they handed them out. Like none of them spoke. Every time I ran into one of these guys, they were just flipping the cards in their hands in a way where they were going. I don't remember they were, that. They were like corner crickets, yeah. but they were humans, and they were going. Except for one guy who yelled expletives in my face and it was hilarious. <laughs> I, uh, or well, we're halfway through. So I'll remind everybody you are listening to local 107.3 FM. Um, not only that, but can I go back into what we were talking about? Yeah. The reason we were on this rant is because we were talking about the music and the music came about and why all the music is different. The songs are different from each other is because the Kickstarter, one of the tiers of my Kickstarter, if you donate, was I will write you a song if you pledge $100. And so every song in the soundtrack is written for a specific person, but not just that, I formatted the song in the style of music that I think they would enjoy. Okay. You know, to my abilities also, so I'm, I'm more of a folk rock guy. Okay. Acoustically. 
It's uh, it's a whole other level to it that right. uh, that I didn't understand. I, I did so, notice so that that's, there was that's some, why there there's some one punk song. My friend and, Rob is into punk music, okay. so his song, he got a punk song. Uh, our friend Brittany, uh, Brittany Campbell, mm-hmm. she donated and she got like more of a Celtic Uncle Irish, Traveling Brit. Uncle Traveling Brit. She got a Celtic Celtic drinking song. We've got Jamie Radio. There's not and many she, people that spell their name like that. Right. So I, she got kind of a funk tune. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's cool. Did you get any feedback uh, from the, uh, the individuals? Were they happy with their, uh, their custom tracks? Everybody who got a, got a song said they liked it. <laughs> Maybe they're just being nice, but I, I like to think they did like it. No rap songs on there though. No, I was, uh, that would be way harder. Yeah. Or yeah, I suppose it's easier to to come up with a guitar riff than a whole uh, production of beats. Is yeah, that what you it, mean? it probably would have took uh, an, an extra two years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to do the soundtrack. Um, yeah, so I I think most of the other ones, it's all solid. And again, you can uh, you can buy that on uh, on Bandcamp. Um, did did uh, you said this is your first time uh, attempting a, a punk song? Did it? Uh, had does it make you want to do more or was it just kind of a, an interesting little uh the way the song turned out makes me want to do more because i really love that one yeah no it was uh it was it was solid and not just in a like i was listening to it and i'm like i genuinely like this song it's not like the oh that's a pretty good you know on the scale of guy that i know who it's in the soundtrack for the movie yeah Every, everybody so far who's heard it has told me that I should do more songs like that. So I'm really proud of that one. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's maybe um, you want to pick a, pick another one. We'll take another break. I could use a drink of water. Okay, sure. Uh, uh, different style. Let's do the one for uh, uh, fellow comedian Travis Boyce. Okay. Which, it's called uh, One More Time for Travis. He he got kind of a. All right. Number nine. A little more of a rock and roll tune, but it's an uplifting one. All right. One more time for Travis. That one. Yes. No, I meant I put something. Okay.
those tears Let the bad of the world disappear And don't let nightmares scare you They're merely just dreams for your Radio. That was uh, one more time for Travis from the uh, Ball Runnings, a pinball story original movie soundtrack available at stevefudge.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're covered up. There we got the video feedback. So, um, so this this was all. Uh, this was filmed over late 2019 or early 2020, somewhere in there. Um, you had the, uh, the movie premiere at the, uh, what, 80, the, the barcade. Uh, it was, uh, it was filmed the end ago. of 2018 before COVID happened. Oh, is it? Okay. It so, it, so it makes it, it's like when you buy a new car, that's the new 2020 car, but it's actually the year before. Okay. It's like that. So that I'm the, I'm the champion for the whole next year. So it, it took you, uh, quite a while to, uh, to put this thing together. Three years. I filmed, um, I think I said it in the movie too. It's 14 hours, 21 minutes of footage. Raw footage, yeah. And I whittled it down to an hour and a half. And uh, I had most of that edited in the first year after coming back uh, home to St. John. And then the next two years was spent writing the songs for all the people. And then recording the songs, mixing the songs, changing the songs, doing different parts of the songs, blah, okay, blah, blah. So the, the soundtrack took longer than the rest of the movie? Oh, yeah, way longer. Okay. Because I had to write. The songs weren't written. Yeah. There, But they were for the people pledged. So I had to write all the songs and then, you know, perform on them as well. So mm -hmm. I And I played most of the instruments for most of the songs. Yeah. Yeah, so the the premiere was, when was that, like a month ago? Two, three weeks. Uh, October twelfth, like which was a Wednesday, we had premiere at eighty three Bar Arcade, and uh, there it was. Uh, it was cool. They've got the big screen. They had the outside also. And yeah, two big there. screens. It was fun. Uh, we had some popcorn. It was it was nice, and I, I do uh, appreciate the ninety minute runtime. It didn't overstay its welcome. <laughs> I um, appreciate that. Other uh, local projects that I've gone to see tend to get a little bit bloated. I guess it's easier, um, like, uh, like for example, the Hard Times movie was way too long, I think. I like it, but uh, too long. Um, with, with something like that, 
I, I think, well, Adam has, has told me that, you know, it's, it's that much harder to cut something that you ask somebody to come and show up and, and film. There's pro- it's probably easier to make those kind of decisions when you're the only person in the world who's you and uh, well, it's a, it's Robin. A, it's another thing. Well, Robin had no say. Uh, Robin uh, is it's, a friend it's of mine. Like she, is she Robin's a friend dis- of mine in the film, yeah, she, but she has no she say would, in she what I... She would have been disappointed that you cut out her big scene. <laughs> <laughs> Which but, uh, big scene would that be? Well, I, I don't know. I, I actually did cut out a big scene. There's a scene with a magician in it doing some coin magic, and he actually did the coin magic on her. Mm-hmm. But the audio in that scene was so awful compared to the other. Uh, thankfully, I filmed him for way too long. Yeah. And uh, with his permission, uh, Jacob Jacks. Uh, yes, Jacob Jacks is his name. Uh, magician for hire in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, may as well plug him here in St. John, New Brunswick. But uh, yeah, no, I uh, anyway, the audio wasn't uh, so terrible. Then I would have used her footage instead. Yeah, but I I genuinely enjoyed it, and I it's it's hard for me to separate it out with her. I'm just like, oh, this is the thing that my friend made versus like I feel like I would have. It was compelling anyway. I, I feel like if I didn't even know you and I was just watching it, I would have uh, I would have enjoyed it. Good, so, I'm glad for that. Have uh, have, what's the feedback been on uh, on people that have that have seen it? Uh, so far, I've had really good feedback. Uh, one complaint about the audio, which okay. <laughs> what was the compl- I didn't notice any issues. It's, well, I think it depends on what system you listen to it on. Yeah, because uh, when I listen to it on my TV, it's fine. When I listen to it on my phone, it's fine. Or that was the complaint that it was just like distorted or it was out of sync or something? No, not distorted or out of sync, but the levels are oh, okay. uh, jarring depending on what you listen to it on. But uh, on the thing I edited it on, not too bad. And I don't know. So I'm not sure. He, I, I assume he was listening through headphones, that guy, but mm-hmm. he has a well, job in audio uh, too. So maybe it's just a... Well, let's uh, let's what's his name and address? And <laughs> we'll not do wh- where that. Where can people send but, the? But no, I've, I've mostly been getting, and he still liked the film. So, like, uh, he just said there were a few parts that that were the levels were jarring and hurt his ears. But uh, mostly the response has been good. I've gotten a lot of good feedback, and it's been on YouTube now for free for. Uh, six days and I've over 300 views, so I'm pretty happy. I'll have a, a link for that in the uh, the show description, but uh, you can, um, it's the YouTube channel is all percent, or you can just go on YouTube yeah. and search for ball runnings, pinball story. And it should be the first one up. that comes up. Six days. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I recommend it. Is there uh is there anything else that um, that was a that was a hard decision for the cut? Or yeah, you lost. Um, you said you lost uh, some some bunch of footage. You mentioned it. Yeah, movie. but it is it was nothing good. It wasn't important footage. It was like it was one of those things that I shouldn't have even mentioned in the film, but I mentioned it just because it happened. Yeah. And in the moment, did you feel like oh some profound loss when uh, when it happened? Yes. Yeah, there was a uh, a flash drive failure copying the <laughs> all the first day's footage to uh, to the flash drive and lost a whole day's worth of footage. Mm. 
yeah, so that sucked. But in the end, I think it's that's good that I didn't keep that. Yeah, well, that much that much less raw footage that you needed to uh, to to go through. And, and I I lucked out. The stuff. one thing that I really wanted to keep was the uh, the Jersey guy who drove us from the airport. It like our first guy mm. from landing in Las Vegas that drove us to our hotel. I had footage of him with his permission and I really wanted him in it and he was part of the footage I lost. So that's what I would hurt the most to me. And I was like, ah, oh, no, but I was also filming with somebody else's camera at the same time. So I still have the audio of him. Right. And that makes me happy. Were you able to incorporate? I don't remember this guy from the movie. Cause he's got he this was... Jersey accent and it was just perfect. And the guy was, he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other uh, non-pinball related adventures that you uh, you got up to in uh, in Vegas that stand out? Uh, I did a small amount of gambling. I rode a roller coaster. I got hustled a little bit. What, what kind of? I got I got various hustled. Uh, what 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 was your? Hustling I I, I met some some hip hoppers who were trying to sell, sell CDs, CDs to me. I encountered a few of those guys. Yeah, and I and I love hip hop, so I wanted to buy the CDs. Mm-hmm. And uh, first, I had agreed to buy this CD. It was supposed to be $20, these two guys that were uh, a rap group together. And I was interested in their CD, because why not? I have $20, let's go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just got my tax money in, so I was all about it. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally support you. And then I gave the one of the guys $20, and then the other guy goes, no, it's $20 each <laughs> before I get the CD. And I was like, no, you guys just told me it was $20. And he's like, no, that was $20 a piece. You only gave him $20. And he was, like, really getting in my face, and he was Yeah, they're, of- they're very aggressive. I, I got sucked into one of the I – mean, and it's funny, in 2018, they're still selling CDs. In yeah. 2012, uh, even then, it was, like, really who's behind this right so anyway it was a blank cd Uh, that nothing was recorded onto but it had the liner notes so i did find the guy on youtube they do have a rap group and i can watch the videos and go that's the guy that ripped me off for 40 dollars. giving you the blanks it wouldn't even have cost any extra money to have content on this. It would have been better if it had content on it because I could have listened to it on my way home. Yeah, I got um, there were several CD guys and I got sucked into one of them. He he knew how to get me in. He complimented my shirt. I don't remember what I was probably wearing some silly t-shirt with something on it. So I'm, I'm all for a good shirt talk and then he started chatting me up and you know where are you from and I told him and, uh, and then he, he gets into the sales pitch. I tried to sell him on, well, like, are you confident in your product? Why don't you just, I'll listen to it. And, you know, if I like it, I promise I will, I'll send you some money. He didn't, <laughs> didn't, go, <laughs> didn't go for that. Well, and a, I would have. It was a nice counter hustle, though. Um, but eventually he just talked me into buying his CD. And then, uh, and then he tried to sell my friend who was standing next to me also sell him a CD. And my friend was like, no, I don't have any money on me. 
So then I think this guy ended up talking me into buying a second CD for my friend who didn't have any money. And mm. I just, uh, I just, and then some completely separate rap CD guy. No, no. Oh, he's got a sucker. So he came over <laughs> and he tried to sell me CD. I think I said no. Um, and, uh, I, and then later that day, I walked by the same guy again and saw him just, he wasn't paying attention to me, but I saw him just to some other guy like, Hey, I really like your shirt. Like exactly what he said to me. And this was just some guy wearing a regular shirt. Oh, that so hurts. I, so I was like, Oh, and then he started that's like, what hurts the most. Yeah. So I knew the shirt was, that's when I found out that it was just a line and that he wasn't actually complimenting my shirt. And then he just started uh, trying to sell me a CD again. I'm like, it's me. It's John from New Brunswick. I talked to you like two hours ago and he had no idea. It was very, it was very demoralizing. So later that night, well, first off, also, this trip was kind of weird. It was for my friend Ryan's 30th birthday. But you got a CD, though. Yes. And, and it had music on it. it. Yeah, it wasn't good, though. It wasn't the re-recordable, without anything on it, CD that I bought yeah. with just the liner. I notes. mean, I, I, a blank CD might have actually been more useful. than. <laughs> well, I can record something on it myself. Yeah, if I so... Want to. <laughs> After being so, first off, this trip it was for my friend's thirtieth birthday. His girlfriend kind of s- organized this. It was supposed to be like a big surprise where she was just going to whisk him off on a trip, and then all of his friends would also be there, and it was going to be a nice surprise. But uh, all of our friends are uh, are broken, unreliable. So every single person except for me ended up canceling. So I just went on vacation with my friend and his girlfriend. Oh. So, uh, so that was all right. And we, we got along. I'm, I was, I'm friends with both of them, but it's still, I I was still feeling like a third (laughs) wheel a bit. So later that night, we're on our way to a show or something. And some, some guys, different guys like, Hey CD. And I was just like, no thanks. And kept walking because I had already been burned, um, earlier that day. And the guy just yelled at me third wheel in it hard, bro. (laughs) After I brushed him off, it was uh, it was rough. That's that's pretty yeah, funny. Though. I felt really bad. <laughs> um, the uh, the the first night um, we're on the radio. I don't know if I can talk about this fictional story about other made up people. Um, we uh, I, th- I think it's I think weed is legal there now. Um, it was not at the time. And, um, you know, my imaginary friend and some other guy named John, um, we're, we're looking for, we're looking for some stuff, um, but, uh, not really available. And it was kind of disappoint, like it was kind of disappointing being, it's, it's kind of a funny contradiction to be in like the city of sin, or you can just walk around inside with a cigar and a quart of whiskey and nobody cares, but no weed, no weed. And, um, I think before I had got there, my, my friend told me that, um, he ran into somebody that like kind of was going to sell him some stuff, but told him that I assume this is a lie. I've never looked it up, but they said getting caught selling weed on the strip specifically was like extra double illegal. It was like a felony charge which doesn't make any sense. So they were trying to convince him to go to some undisclosed 
separate location off of the strip, which understandably my friend was like, nah. No, that sounds like you're getting set up to be robbed. Yeah. Um, so, so that, that didn't happen. And we had just kind of given up on the whole thing, but we were just on that first night we were walking down the strip and amongst all of the usual, you know, give me some money. Here's a flyer with a naked lady on it and all, all this stuff. There was some, there was, there was some guy walking by that was just like, he just like made eye contact with me. He's like, you're looking for some green. And I'm like, yes, I am. And uh, he just, he was very quick and smooth about it. He's like, yeah, 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 I, I'll hook you up. And he kind of pulled us off to the side. And he's like, and he ju- he's just giving us the prices. He, t- he takes a baggie and he puts it directly into my front pocket, which should have been a, a red flag. But in my head, I'm like, oh, this guy's real slick. He's just doing it on the down low so that we don't get caught. So he put, he put it directly into my pocket which I thought was excellent customer service. Right. And, 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 I, and, I, and I paid for it and we walked away. We get back to the hotel. Did room. you agree on a price at some point? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was reasonable for the situation. It there was a bit of an, of an, uh, of a, did he just tell you how much he put in the pocket? Yeah. I, th- I think he was like, it was like 20 bucks or 40 bucks. He just goes, for, Here you go. 40 bucks. Something like that. Okay. And we got back and unraveled this thing that was clearly not marijuana. It was some sort of green leafy substance. Okay. We tried to smoke it anyway, just in case. <laughs> Conf- <laughs> confirmed that it was not weed, but uh, that that was uh, that was a gamble that we lost. Came up snake eyes. Yeah. But uh, you know, it was it was worth a try. That's the problem with gambling. It, the it, system is set up to make you lose. It wasn't. It wasn't a significant amount of money. <laughs> I was more disappointed that I, we thought that we were going to have some pot and didn't. Then, well, yeah, the, and the it's disappointing that, that he, left. you know, he kind of lied to you. I I appreciate that's a pretty that's a pretty solid hustle. You put your trust in him, though. Like I put the trust in the CD guy, and then I got yeah. a blank CD. But uh, yeah, I don't have time to get into the. But the the furling that's a bit of a. I, I learned a little bit of a hustle myself. I, I, you may have heard me tell this story before, but I decided one night on some completely legal substances. Um, <laughs> just decided it was that same night after we had I had split off from my friend and his girlfriend. I just decided to do my own thing and ride out this wave that I was on. I got a cardboard sign. Yes, I remember the sign. And wrote, I still have it in my house. I don't want your money. Just tell me a story. And I would just park myself at various spots and hustle people to tell me stories. I like that. And I I got to a point where I... You should have recorded them, though. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find different spots that were like prime locations. And I moved around and like I'd walk. I ended up... There was... I remember there was a big car crash in the distance. So I sat like in front of it. So everybody that was looking to the side at the car crash would see me there. I also did a thing where I had the cardboard sign and I was flicking the bottom of the sign like just to make the... Oh, you learned a the, little bit the, from the, the noise just to direct people's from my eye, eye down there. And I got so good at it. Like I'd flick and then I would watch people look at the sign. And if the sign made them like smile or laugh a little bit, I'm like, I gotcha. And then I would engage with them. Right. So there, there is an art to the hustle. Oh yeah. No, those cricket guys were fucking awesome. Yeah. Language. But, uh, we'll, You're we'll, allowed we'll, one, we'll right? give you one. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're coming up on the end. Um, so final uh, mm. word to leave people out on. Check out uh, Ball Running's A Pinball Story on uh, YouTube. You can get the soundtrack on uh, Bandcamp. SteveFudge.Bandcamp.com. Please uh, buy it because the movie's free and the only way to support it really is to buy the soundtrack. Soundtrack's also in the link in the description at the YouTubes. All right. Anything else you got to promote real quick, like? I'm doing a set at Punchlines December 9th. All right. We'll check that out. No Jokes Bard coming up on the 19th. That's all I got. I'm going to end up doing a show in Salisbury on Thursday. Grady's Pub, I think it's called. If you're there, check that out. Thank you for joining me, Steve Fudge. Thanks for having me, John. Forward.